Hi, I'm Liam Hall. And I'm Casey Curtis. And I'm Nathan Ionati. And today we're with WDBC and we're doing our microphone takeover. Today we are talking about recent animated movies and our opinions on them and how we'd rank them. All right, I want to start with the Mario movie, if that's okay, because I that's the movie I feel like I have not the strongest, but like the second strongest opinions on, at least recently. Yeah, so the Mario movie came out April 5th of 2023. It was... You know that just, like, off the dome? Just, like, off the top of your head? I was so excited to see it, and then I was so disappointed to see it. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, did you end up seeing it? I haven't seen any movies lately. Any movies? Like, did you see, like, any of the, like, did you see, like, all the, like, I guess hype or, like, disappointment surrounding it? I've seen trailers for it, but I just haven't had time to watch a movie. Nah, that's fair enough, dude. High school school will do that to you. So... Basically, my opinion on the Mario movie, it was kind of bad. I think they hyped it up a lot, and it didn't really live up to that. I think bad's a bit harsh. I would say just is middle of the road. Like, I didn't think it was, like, stellar. Like, I, people were, like, clapping in the theater, and I couldn't tell if that was just, like, a kid thing or if it was just, like, a people were actually, like, blown away by the movie because I didn't think it was that good. In my opinion, I feel like they could have done better with the actors, specifically Chris Pratt. I think it was an interesting choice to cast him as Mario and not somebody who can do an Italian accent. Nah, I thought Chris Pratt actually wasn't that bad. I was going in there expecting it because in the trailer, the trailers were just like Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt and they didn't really do like a Mario voice. But for, for the rest of the movie, he was fine. I do think some of the other casting choices were a bit better, especially Jack Black as Bowser. I think he did really good and you can definitely tell he had fun with the character um, compared to the other actors. Oh yeah, for sure. Nathan, you've had to see Peaches by now, right? Like the song Peaches? Yeah, it's not. It's dumb. It's dumb? It's so, like, it's too animated to a point where, like, people shouldn't really, like, people over the age of, like, 15 to 16 shouldn't just sit down and watch it. Just, like, by themselves. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I think, I mean, I think the Mario movie isn't really a kid's movie. I think it's, like, an everyone movie, you know? Like, I saw some grown men in that theater, and I don't think they had kids with them. Well, I think it was supposed to be a nostalgia movie, but I definitely agree that they did kind of make it a bit more kid-appropriate than they could have gone with. But Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, you don't want, like, hyper-realistic Mario stomping on Goombas. Like, that'd be very messed up. Like, in Mario 64, you could just throw penguins off the edge of the map, and in this movie, there are the same penguins that you would throw off the map. So I get, like... They, they would have to have to do a more kid-friendly approach, but I don't think, like... For being a movie made by Illumination Studios, there was, like, no farts, burps. I don't think there's any poop jokes in there at all. Like, it was pretty, like, good. Like, I like it wasn't, like, dumb kid. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a general audience type of kid movie, but... I'd say if I had to rank it, I would probably give it a 6 out of 10. It wasn't terrible, but I do think they could have done some better things to make it more entertaining, in my opinion. I'm giving it a four. Um, that, that sounds harsh. I'm giving it a four because it's like, I didn't get a chance to say this yet, but it's like how the movie skips over a lot of like character development. That's and maybe true. that's on me for expecting character development in the Super Mario movie starring Chris Pratt and Jack Black. But if like there were scenes in the movie, I'm not going to spoil anything because I think it's still in theaters. So go see it. It's actually pretty good. But like, it's fun. It's a fun movie. But I went in there kind of expecting at least some scene of like characters talking like every time like mario and peach's relationship would develop which is like a big point of the entire franchise as mario saves his girlfriend princess peach there was none of that 
And well, yeah, she was a little bit of a spoiler. She basically tried to save herself, but I think by doing that, they did skip up, like, trying to develop a relationship between her and Mario. No, yeah, I agree. And I think it just felt like too much of, a, like, a pillar of the Mario everything. Like, I'm not even that big into Mario. And I'm like, I know that's, like, kind of the plot, and it felt a bit like, you know, they could have shown how they met because they did the whole, like, oh, Peach is a human and Mario is a human, and they met each other, and they didn't really do anything with that one. I felt like that could have been an actual fun dynamic, but they didn't. It's it was, true. They were just trying to rush from Mario set piece to set piece, but they were fun. It was fun action. And, again, Peach is slapped. Nathan, I don't know how you don't like it. It's it's just too kiddish. Like, I feel like they could have had a lot better, uh, like, voice actors for it. Mm-hmm. But at the same mm-hmm. time, the two that they chose to play the main roles were really good. Like, Jack Black as Bowser was probably the best option they had. No, yeah, they did, they, they did really good. I think even Chris Pratt as Mario... I think on one hand, I feel like they there were there would have been a better there are better yeah. options. Um, I feel like Patton Oswalt would have been a better option for those who don't know him. He played he voices Jesse in Minecraft Story Mode. Don't ask why I know that off the top of my head, but um, uh, I think that he wasn't as he wasn't bad. I think I think they just casted him for the headline grabber. I I agree. I agree. That's another thing. This movie, I, I know Nathan, you haven't seen it, but it feels like a TikTok movie. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like I would watch it in, like, cut-up clips with Subway Surfers gameplay at the bottom of it. That's kind of how I imagine this. Like, that's kind of what this movie would have been better as. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie I do want to talk about that did not disappoint was the Puss in Boots Last Loved Wish. Loved it. Loved it. Favorite I movie. had low expectations going in, and I found it quite enjoyable. They had a couple of adult jokes that can still slide over kids' heads, but they were still really funny, and I laughed. No, it was a good... No, I... Like, I, Nathan, I'm taking it. You haven't seen this one? Uh, I actually have seen that one. Dude, it's so good. No, literally, it's my new favorite movie of all time. Like, I watched it. Like, at first, I, I saw Minions 2 Rise of Gru, which is kind of in a similar vein of it being, like, a spin-off. Mm-hmm. Kids, like, a, like, like, Puss in Boots to Shrek is kind of how Minions is to Despicable Me. That's true. And it's the sequel to the spin-off that wasn't really... That was kind of viewed as mid. And, oh, my... And I like Minions 2. Minions 2 was pretty good. This was awesome it was it had like it actually was pretty fun it kind of brought back what the first two shrek movies were kind of about i with agree like the crude humor it didn't it didn't there was no fart in burps either that was a good sign green flag right there and i think the plot was weirdly the best part it was it has a good plot and for somebody who didn't see the first person boots i followed along pretty easily and i was excited by the drama and like the villains they had amazing villains. Oh yeah, no, like most movies fumble when they have when they have too many villains, like Spider-Man three or a lot of other movies like that. I don't know why I mentioned Spider-Man three out of all movies, but like a lot of movies tend to fumble when they tend to have a big cast. But this movie has like what, I think, nine main characters, mm-hmm. and they all are balanced, fully satisfying arcs, and there's not really anything I would add or remove from the movie. The only thing I do want to say is they did definitely change the animation style. I don't know how I feel about it. It definitely feels like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse more, which is super cool. But I think they took away the harsh animation that they had in Shrek. So it gave it more of a, like, friendly family look. I think taking away the harsh look Shrek had was more of a stylistic choice because of Puss. Because this is Puss in Boots' story. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that this is us showing kind of how he viewed the events and Shrek's a lot more harsh. 
Nathan, you're a lot less critical than we are. Like we're we're like analyzing this, but like I'm taking it. You just kind of saw the movie. Like, what's your take on it? Well, I like the art style towards it because it is very, like you said, it's kind of like a little bit less violent than Shrek's, but at the same time, it's also like a very, very like deep towards the series of the movie. Yeah. And when you have a balanced art style towards villains and heroes, then it kind of just balances out the movie. No, I agree. And also mentioning like. It might have been less, I guess, violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I think it was more violent. The, it this was. Is this, I think I've never seen a animated movie show blood, especially a cat, because that there's the scene where spoilers, I guess. There's a scene where he gets cut, and there's actual like blood, blood, and it's like, I mean, like I didn't really like, I didn't really like process it until later. And also the, um, I guess, more spoilers, the scene where the unicorn horns and they just blow up into confetti. Like, imagine that. Like, you're confetti now, dude. Like, <laughs> I think it fits for, like, the whole Shrek universe because it is supposed to be more of, like, an older kid movie. And I really appreciated how they took on somehow serious topics like having anxiety and panic attacks. And they were still able to put it to show kids, like, hey, if you have this, it's going to be okay as long as you have a good friend. Yeah. No, I think it kind of showed the importance of friend and kind of I'm a sucker for the found family trope as well. That's so true. That, um, I also think we're talking – I think this is a movie, not like a kid's movie. It's just a movie for everyone. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a difference that some people tend to, like, overlook is that a movie doesn't have to be for kids. It can just be for everyone. And while obviously a movie starring a sentient cat voiced by Antonio on Antonio, Antonio Banderas – it's definitely more kid-oriented than, like, some mm-hmm. other movies. I still think that this is a movie that's more directed towards everyone rather than just kids. I would say a just kids movie would be Minions 2 or yeah. a lot of Illuminations catalog. Yeah, going back to what you said, Liam, about the blood, I feel like that kind of fit perfectly because it's towards the art style of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also goes to show, like, kind of how, hey, like, the, 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 a lot of the, that scene specifically, like, the main villain death, like, Death is like has such hard lines. Like, what's the matter? Lives flashing before your eyes. Oh my God! I love no. I I could I could go on for much longer, but we are just about out of time. So thank you so much for watching, and thank you for putting up with our rambling. This has been Casey, Liam Hall, and Nathan Ionati. This has been WDBC, and thank you for watching our microphone takeover.